What's up, my people? Welcome to Fellowship Bible Church's Sermon Spotlight, where we're coming at you each and every week with a fresh weekend to debrief an effort to send biblical truth. What better way to do that than by the power of conversation? I'm one of your hosts, Caleb Pearson. Mark Francis is here with me. We got a what squad. Is it is like playing musical chairs. You're looking over to your left, audience right, and there's four of us in the room today, so I'm not going to give away your secrets, but we're coming off of Easter, and we're on a high, and it's fun, and it's good, and it should be like it's every time, but... Absolutely. We have we a go. host trifecta. She's back with us, Alicia Battaglia. Alicia, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good. Hey, we're getting a little teaser for summer. It's supposed to be 77 today. I know, it's so Net, nice out. Tomorrow, 79 degrees. Well, I thought about you and Simeon today because we let you in the building and you're only freezing, texting yeah. me and Mark, please let us in already. <laughs> now it's nice out. Shorts so. and t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's great. There you go. Uh, you may remember him from, I believe, the Thanksgiving time frame, but he was on months and months ago. He didn't get yeah, enough, so he's back. Uh, ben Sanford. Ben, I love that you're here, buddy. Hey, buddy. I How noticed you, you started laughing about halfway through the intro. I did, um, because you were. It's Okay. It's I, I love infectious. the energy here. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, Are you saying that's that because Mark Carey's not here? Yeah. We're all glad that Mark Carey's we're, not here. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. oh, boy. Yeah. Sorry, Mark. And, we love and you. Caleb's extra happy. He's just a happy guy. I, just, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, He's married. Yes. Happily married. Soon to be Soon married. Soon to be married. Hey, the young yeah. people. Yeah. Congratulations so This is like so insider's conversation, guys. So Ben Sanford just got recently engaged. I did. I did. I and got so engaged. It's so exciting. Yeah. Now, your wedding is October? Is it's in October. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, the cicadas don't eat all the leaves and we can have a nice, oh. you know, fall. The bugs wedding. are coming. Oh, They're coming. Awesome. Uh, so why are there four of us here? We've done it before. Mark Francis was always off camera. He was always the first one to go. Oh, I was fine uh, with that. But now we're all four <laughs> on camera guys to discuss. Let's jump into a Sunday in review. Easter weekend. Okay. All the comings and goings of the church. Fun so stuff, much going eh? on. Uh, with your position at church, it, w you know, we're going to want to ask you some questions and kind of get an insider scoop on what, what it was like to plan. But were you guys able to watch the Good Friday service? I guess we can start there. What was, what, what was that like this weekend? Yeah, so I I hit and missed a, in and out a little bit on that Friday, but then I went back and mm. looked at the highlights over the because it was three hours, uh, and it was really really neat to see the messages that were given, the scripture readings, the art displays, the worship mm. time, the animated videos. Uh, it just, it was really, really neat and um, powerful. There was a lot of really powerful moments in that. Uh, and it was just a neat reflection. And it made me think about over the course of Palm, from Palm Sun Sunday to Good Friday to Easter weekend. And 1 Corinthians 12 talks about spiritual gifts. And that was on display over this over the past That's seven cool. days yeah because all of these varieties of services were happening mm. but mm -hmm. we're all serving the same lord and the same god who empowers them all and everyone so it's just mm. to see neat to see this one body with many members using their gifts to serve uh, for That's the common cool. good of the body well and ben i'll come your way were you very much boots on the ground for that this whole good friday production what was your role specifically for that both mark and i were behind the scenes on that i actually didn't even really get to see much of it except okay. for until later i went back and watched it but we i mean there was a huge team mike said this morning in our staff meeting there was probably 50 different 
people on yeah. on production staff for that. So it was it was a pretty incredible undertaking. And shout out to to Rose Locke put yeah. in so much time and effort. Talk about giftings and um, abilities that the Lord has just put on her um, uh, mm. passions that the Lord has put on her mind and heart. And I think a lot of um, what went on on Good Friday was really a result of um, our whole planning team, but Rose especially put in so much time and effort. And I'll tell you a quick little uh, comment on that. Our, our Fellowship Family Podcast channel, the last one we, we released was a few weeks ago, but it was kind of inner workings of the worship ministry. And okay. something mm-hmm. was said to how she's like the end, Rose Lock is like the engine that mm. is behind <laughs> the scenes that keeps everything going. So I would encourage you to listen to that because that really gives you an in-depth detail of what goes on with the worship ministry. Mm -hmm. But for me, pop quiz, I mean, not many people really caught this and we didn't really advertise it. Why did we do the Good Friday service live from 12 to 3? That's a good question. (laughs) Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? (laughs) I'll read. I'll read. Luke, <laughs> Luke 23. He has been waiting he's prepared, to stump. Yeah. He, he watches yeah. Mark Carey stump us all the time, and he's like, one week on this podcast. <laughs> Luke gonna... 23, yeah. verse 44, it was now about the sixth hour, and mm. darkness fell over the whole land until the ninth hour, because the sun was, uh, was obscured and the mm. veil of the temple was torn in two. Mm. Do you know what was going on at that time? I mean, mm. as Christ on the cross, yeah. in those three hours, the darkness fell over right. the earth, and, and Scripture kind of points cool. to that time. And, and you know... It, it didn't hit me until one of our staff members this morning kind of mentioned, hey, we didn't really advertise that. I, I was just about you to know, say. That, that would have been, been really, awesome. really saying, cool. Yeah. Why, yeah. why do I need to think about this three-hour period? Well, you know, that's kind of why. So huh. there's this historical traditional perspective that other churches will do on a regular basis from like 12 to 3. And we're not a traditional church. We don't like to do things. Yeah. Us creatives don't like to do things <laughs> more than one or two times in a row. Yeah. So, But to, to know, okay, between 12 and 3 o'clock, we can reflect on what Christ was going through and, and just taking a few moments to do that, whether it was teaching or whether it was looking at some of the, the artwork or singing and the prayers that, you know, Mike, Mike Thomas led and Josh Jones led, I think mm-hmm. were incredible. Um, and to be behind the scenes of all that, to know that there was dozens of people who were able to participate. And with the COVID season of lack of participation, not, you know, not unwilling, but, but just yeah. people just can't because of just the, the restrictions and, mm. And and to have people on stage singing for Easter that haven't normally participated and behind the scenes stuff with the Good Friday service, it was just exciting and fun to be able to worship together and to serve the body in that way and to put on a, just a great time of three hours for Good Friday, <laughs> six services all around. So another pop quiz question: How many people did we have in attendance? Oh, I know it. I'm not. Do I don't. I, I know it. I know okay, it too. So, I don't know. So Alicia, give us your, your best um, guess. Okay, I'm going to say... I'm bad at stuff like this. 1,650 people. You're close. Oh, You're I'm close. close. It, we so, wish. Straight yeah, close. so we yeah. had just over 1,200 people in attendance. That's true, online. Okay. Yeah. And then That's we had online. over 170 children in the building. Okay. And then we did have about 130 viewers online. So you were pretty spot on about the number of people who were able to participate in our worship time, well, uh, which is and- significantly greater than... The whole last 14 months. And another had. thing that comes to mind when we're talking about just everybody coming together to, to make these services happen 
and all of the behind the scene. There's we saw lots of people up front yeah, and yeah. visible, but there are so many people behind the scenes who are doing technical stuff or cleaning. Think about all of these services that we had <laughs> and the cleaning team that are yeah. coming and cleaning yeah. in between each service and just the preparations that it takes. So there's there's lots of unseen faces, but God sees and uh, man, what a sweet aroma. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And we'll, you know, we'll jump into Romans 11 and kind of the sermon specifically here in a moment. But it's cool to think that this is basically a year since it all kind of started to happen where, I mean, think about li- live streaming a Good Friday or an Easter was, we, we wouldn't have thought twice yeah. about doing that. And then yeah. we had to really grow the church to get to a point to have a, a bigger online presence, really streamline yeah. how to get stuff <laughs> online. So choosing to have a Good Friday meditation somebody in our staff meeting this morning called it a personal retreat that you can mm-hmm. take and watch this live stream for upwards of five minutes to three hours and by the way want. it's still up online so yes. if you go to the eastern landing page at fbc you can still you can see the entire three hours of the good friday service and you can also see the easter service as well and that'll be up for a good while so go check Great. it out if you were able to not catch it for whatever reason just and if you want a private devotional go there yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. It's great. So Ben, going into the weekend then for Easter was Saturday night and Sunday different, more of the same um, as far as prepping for the service times. and As, and, for, as far as preparation is concerned? Yeah, just the, the role that you had and, and kind of executing it all and kind of uh-huh. the, the increase in... Per- there were a lot of people on then? stage. Give us your so, title. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a production assistant here. So I work pretty much directly under, I guess, Rose, you and Mike... I, I kind of bounce around between what needs done. What to say, Rose? For yeah, yeah, mostly Rose is kind of my direct superior. So <laughs> all under Rose. The the prep, the prep was um, vastly different. I mean, we had mm. to. This room looked. This, this was set up. I did come a, in here. I was like, whoa, okay, yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. cool. Everything was set up differently, and the technical um, aspects of it were, you know, you had to redo. Pretty much everything Well, last overnight. week when we came in to record the podcast, there were wires everywhere, yeah, all yeah. over this it's church. So cool! Yeah. yeah, it was it was fun though. It's it's pretty incredible, honestly, to be able to be a part of something like that and to see so many different volunteers come in and desire to be a part of it, and then to see how it was able to, like Good Friday, is uh, it was meant to be reflective for this is what Christ mm-hmm. did for us on the cross, but it didn't stop there. We mm-hmm. were talking about this yeah. earlier. That it, there was a a, a poem um, that I really enjoyed in there called Crosswords. Um, mm-hmm. Josh Wenig read it, did an incredible job, yep. and the whole poem is kind of just with descriptive words um, left alone. It walks through, uh, kind of. Uh, it gives you a bit of a picture of what Jesus might have been going through, what he might have been thinking. Um, descriptive terms of walking to the cross and then on the cross and then what that accomplished, but it doesn't stop there. It goes Mm. into Easter. It transitions Mm. right into the resurrection. And I think that was so cool to be a part of, to see that Good Friday was reflective and somber, and then Easter really was just a celebration. I mean, with the death was arrested video and the story mm-hmm. that was, that was told neat. there. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was so cool to see that whole story kind of come to fruition. Yeah. And I think that speaks to the angle that Pastor Mark took of that idea of the symphony of Romans. He yeah. really honed in right. on, you know, God's not finished yet. God's not done here. And to really hone in on it, uh, 
the ability to tie an Easter into the study of Romans we've always been doing. I'm glad it was his job and not yeah. mine. You know, you <laughs> gotta think it is, it's got to be stressful for pastors. I mean, it's, as a <laughs> worship leader, I'm kind of, I get a little more on edge. I mean, this is like the Super Bowl of of the mm. year that we want to display the gospel and present the gospel, not from ourselves. Right. And, and I've got a couple of thoughts to that too. But just that it, it it's such a wide audience. Mm. I mean, I was able to see just people that I've never seen New before people, at church. Yeah. People who have just started to come back, so welcome back to all of you guys who mm-hmm. are starting to join us again, mm-hmm. and, and family and visitors and people online. So it's from from Mark Carey's standpoint, to how do you weave a sermon that still keeps us in line with the with the passage of Romans? And we knew that he wanted to land here in Romans eleven in this doxology, this conclusion of this mm-hmm. chapters nine, ten, eleven of verses thirty three through thirty six, but to do it in a way that still presents the gospel mm-hmm. that is compelling. I, I thought it was like a theological dumping of just all kinds of nuggets one after another because it, it did recap Romans to then allow us to respond with unpacking that passage. Um, oh, the depths of the riches, both of wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and unfathomable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord and who has become his counselor? Or who has first given to him that it might be paid back to him again? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Mm-hmm. Amen. That that was where we wanted to land on Easter. And to do that, you've got to understand who God is. Yeah, and so well, and, and Mark brought this out in the Symphony of Romans, which was the title of the sermon, that, that it speaks to us of the genius of the composer of all things, who is God himself. And he's created this incredible work of art, which was purposed in his heart before the beginning of time, all to the ultimate glory of his name. And this story of God's redemption of this fallen, broken people through the gift of Jesus, it, it's, it, it is inscrutable. It's impossible to understand. We cannot <laughs> wrap our minds around that. Yet, it brings us, it extends to us this very simple message that salvation is by grace through faith. And it is a gift of God. And we just have to receive it. So it just was really neat how Mark took these in his, you know, his, in the, his notes, he had these movements, this the introductory movement, four major movements, and then Paul's glorious doxology. So well done. Well, it helps make some theological hurdles more palatable, more easily understood. And he mentioned weeks ago on the podcast that there are scholars that will disagree with the sure. things we mm-hmm. are bringing out in the next, you know, couple months when he was forecasting Romans eight through eight through eleven. And so I love that it does get to that point that the doxology and everyone can get to a point where God is huge. God, God is magnificent. Like yep. that, that's yep. what it's getting to. Yep. Romans 11, like, wow, God, you are, and he mentioned it, supremacy and sufficiency for hmm. and sovereignty over all things. And that is that is the kind of thing that you would want a, a new person like experiencing a church yeah. for the first time or you know, coming on the, the Christmas and Easter's to really think about. Yeah. Um, I God. mean, if you're honest with yourself, you got to realize I'm not in control of everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is very difficult to, to stand there and be like, yeah, I've got it all under control. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be a point where if atheists, have, you have to be mm. thinking mm-hmm. there's got to be something. There's, I can't control everything. So For to sure. know that God is sovereign over all things, that is that is a 
truth that you got to hold on to. And also to think about how big God is. And um, I mean, what kind of a God would we be serving if we could understand his ways, like sure. all of his way, if we had him figured out? And I we think we talked about this last week or the week before, but we're going to be spending all eternity learning more about God and exploring who he is and um, just enjoying the depth of the riches of who he is mm. and what a joy and delight that's going to be for all of eternity mm. forever. Like we're never going to plumb the depths of who our God is. Right. And, and how restful for here and now, yeah. right? Like what were the three, there was supremacy in supremacy sufficiency, and sufficiency for, for and sovereignty, sovereignty over. Mm-hmm. I mean, those three phrases to me are just like settling, you know, yeah. it's a, it's something that we can bank on, mm not only for the future, but also here and now, hmm. where we can rely on this God who knew exactly what was going to happen, orchestrated it all, mm-hmm. provided for it. And and so now in our practical daily lives, there's a certain degree of, I, I don't have to worry so much mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. COVID or about, mm-hmm. you know, the how, how these details are going to affect my life. Mm-hmm. I can trust in the Lord for his provision and sovereignty. When you bring up, things. you bring up that idea of rest. It's actually something Keystone, the young adult ministry would yeah. talk about with Hebrews yeah. four. And there, there's a rest tied to obedience, mm. tied, mm-hmm. tied to following this God. And, and it's easy to think about rest of just like, Oh, okay. I'm not worried anymore. I don't feel stressed. I'm at rest. Like our, 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 you know, social way of thinking resting, but a spiritual rest is to, to cling to the Lord. And because of his attributes and character, mm-hmm. we can obey and, and continue to live for him. And I think that's I think that's huge. Ben, one thing we love to do on the podcast, these guys are in the same community group that meets before we record, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, what has it been like for you, a, a, a strength of the podcast that we've heard from people is just the ability to hear somebody talk about the sermon after it's over. Pastor Mark will often come and say, I only had 45 minutes. Ideally, I would have had an hour. Here are some things I would talk about. He wishes he had 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> he takes it anyway. <laughs> he does. We give him 40, um, he takes 50. What, what is it, what has it meant for you to, to talk about the sermon or the weekend or the things we learn um, from the pulpit Throughout the rest of your week, and then the reason I'm kind of putting you on the spot is because you and I tend to do this as often as we can. We do uh, yeah. over lunch or just in the office. Um, yeah, it. Uh, we do. We pretty much every Tuesday, Caleb and I will. We both work here, so we'll get lunch and kind of discuss what went on in the weekend, what's going on in our in in Keystone Ministry, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I think what it does in a lot of ways is brings it from this uh, kind of head knowledge area and brings it into a a heart knowledge where now, okay, we've, you know, essentially been sprayed with a fire hose of information, hmm. but how does all of those things, how do we sift through those and not sift through as and find the bad and the good, but Ditch sift the- through and, <laughs> and yeah. figure yeah. out, okay, how does this now apply to me directly in mm-hmm. my daily life? How can I, um, how can I ask the Lord to help me believe these things, mm-hmm. not just understand mm-hmm. them? And I think that goes along that conversation goes a long That's way great. for me. That that brings to mind um, in Second Timothy chapter three, verses sixteen and seventeen. It says, "All Scripture is breathed out by mm. God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent and equipped for every good work." And God's given us. Romans and the whole of scripture so that we can be equipped Hmm. to believe 
God's word and know that he is true. He's trustworthy. His word, he's, it's been breathed out by him. We can wholeheartedly trust it. He's, his word is infallible and it's true and it's sufficient. And then we can marvel at these, Mark's three points, the supremacy of God in all things, the sufficiency of God for all things, and the sovereignty of God over all things. And then um, another thing that goes along right with what you were saying, Mark brought out Romans 6, 4 and 7, 4, which is how we walk in that newness of life and we're bearing the fruit of God. And that's exactly what he's done. He's equipped us so that we can do that. Mm. Um, And that's where it comes down to that practical daily living of taking God's word and um, relying on him uh, because Mm. he is our source and his word is what instructs our hearts and our minds so that we can um, be that body of Christ. Mm. Yeah, something about what our community group shared last night was that concept of uh, that you know the symphony we all kind of related to that and the symphony is almost a a composer telling a story and you just shared how you know all of scripture is Mm -hmm. sharing a story or being a symphony of of god from beginning to end and we can get caught up in well do i have to write my own symphony do i have to like compose a story that's as good as mozart or as good as paul Mm. and 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 you know, we, we found ourselves wrestling with the idea that that we don't have to do that. We can rest. And so, Ben, to your point, we can rest in understanding who God is. And me as a musician, as a worship leader, I can have Monday morning quarterback syndrome of looking back and be like, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't tell a good enough story. Oh, I didn't compose the music <laughs> good enough to, to allow people to, to enter into the presence of God or whatever you might think about it, which is such a false <laughs> premise. But it, it reminded me of a passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and this is Paul, the story of all storytellers, the writer of the book of Romans, who is telling to the church of Corinth, and when I came to you, brethren, I did not come to you with superiority of speech or of wisdom, proclaiming to you the testimony of God, for I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling, and my message and my preaching were not in persuasive words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith would not rest on the wisdom of men, but on the power of God. Mm-hmm. And there's that rest. And yeah. there's that that we don't have to write a big symphony. We don't have to have this composer's, you know, brain in order to share the gospel with somebody else. And, mm. you know, and we don't have to be Mark Carey to preach on a pulpit and, and come up with this idea of Romans as a symphony. Yeah, that's a great analogy. But here we are. We can be, we can have our own testimony with one another mm. by sharing our lives and not coming with any superiority of speech, but present mm-hmm. the gospel, mm-hmm. use Easter as a platform of however you want to do it. This is the gospel message. I can do this just by sharing my story, just by living out my example and expressing kind of who I am to the world around us through Christ. Yeah. And, and that that's, it's, it's kind of a little side bunny rabbit trail that we went down, but it, it kind of spoke to me. Be an Easter yeah. bunny trail. Yeah. Be an Easter bunny trail. It, it's neat <laughs> because you. it is, it's, it's, a, it's a gift to us as a yeah. corporate body, but it is personal. And just to think about how Jesus laid down his life for us mm. so that we could flourish 
in his life and have that newness of life and, and live and walk in that resurrection uh, living. And um, it's just, it's really neat that to think that as we are in relationship with him, that he's loving us, he's changing us, and he's making us more into the image of, of his son. So, um, yeah. And there's opportunities to serve and be a part of that alongside each other. Even in our staff meeting this morning, uh, Pastor Charlie said, uh, you know, it's helpful to really share with people that that serving is is a blessing, not a burden. Mm. It can come across yeah. as one, or mm-hmm. you can guilt yourself into serving. I know I got to be doing something, or it's a burden. It's filling mm. my schedule. Mm. But to really see it as a blessing and be a part of this right. local body is so cool. And 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 it was humbling for me to just see all this different product. You know, I'm not on worship production, so I'm watching this Good Friday stream. Like here we go. Like I don't. Even, I think my mom's <laughs> in it at some point, but other than that, I know nothing. Uh, I'm excited to watch it and see all these people that I know and yeah. love be a part of the body. And Alicia mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, the weather's nicer. Like it's exciting. The time is exciting. Uh, and, and stuff is on the calendar, you know, moving forward. And it's just, I think a, a great opportunity to, to really get plugged into our community and continue to invite people back into the fold if they've been gone since COVID or if they never, you know, were going to church in the first place. So I think it's, I think it's great. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're looking at me. I'm looking at you, Mark. You, know, you weren't so here last the week, thing, so the announcements was weak sauce. Sorry, everyone. I, I heard this week them. will be better. It is so <laughs> it is, and you know, I heard them. Yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> so I'll, I'll, as far as where somber. we're going, I mean, the next yeah. the next part of Romans, Romans is not done. That people. was my question. Is he doing 12 next Absolutely. week? I don't, yeah. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, so we're, we're getting into Romans 12. Okay. Hey, so we're like we're gonna really get into some application. Yes, we're like we are so we've got our suitcases packed full of good theology and doctrine, and now we're ready to yeah. like get some application going. And yeah, and, and of course, Mark's gonna bring out the Bing Gardens. He's got John Morrison coming to uh, to mm. take on a couple. Different oh, that's right. He heavy that. hitting yeah. topics there, Romans twelve. Um, so but Mark's gonna preface that this coming week um, by just giving us an overview of Romans twelve one and two, but. Mm. Beyond that, I think what you just said, Caleb, of just now's the time. Now's the time to get plugged in. Now's the time to get re-engaged if you haven't been engaged. Now's the time to, to serve and to be a part of a community group and to take those next steps. Um, we as a church are, have been talking about for the last several weeks of there's a landing page on fbcva.life slash next steps that give you all kinds of options of how you can get plugged in. Hmm. Whether it's membership to joining a community group to doing a biblical training center class to baptism to serving, it, there's all kinds of opportunities, and there's going to be some upcoming events that we're going to start talking about here in these next um, several months with the warmer weather, with this reengagement idea that we haven't been really a, a community as much, and now we're starting hmm. to become a, a actual physical community again, gathering. Hmm. Now, let's have some fun. And we're going to have some events upcoming. They're called Fellowship Together events. So I'm just going to give you that little taster uh, right there. Fellowship Still in the Together. works, but yeah. Still in the works. There's going to be some really cool summer activities coming up for fellowshipping together. Hmm. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And, and as you mentioned, we'll just I'll give Jones Ministry a plug. We did this a couple weeks ago. Caleb, you weren't here, but I did just throw out there, hey, Jones Ministry always needs workers. Cool. As we're regathering... Children's ministry, I think, has had, had over 170 kids in it this past week. We we do need children's ministry workers, and there's going to be a rally coming up that you'll hear more about of just if you are serving in children's ministry, we want you a part of that, and how can you invite others to be a part of that as well? So it's not just a burden, 
but you are contributing to the, the lives of children, contributing to the families, the parents of those children as you serve and help them out. So that is my one big Pastor Charlie mm. plug. But there's plenty of other opportunities. Mm. Worship ministry needs help. Children's ministry, Always, youth, yeah. uh, community group leaders, you go down the list. And mm. um, now the time, as this regathering process is happening, we are still in the middle of that with COVID. Regathering means let's now get plugged in. So if somebody is thinks, oh, well, I might want to jump in and help and serve in some way, how would they go about doing that? There are opportunities online to sign up, but obviously you can contact the church office. You can highlight kind of which ministry you're curious in. There are in that next steps landing page, just a, a real quick submit your name and information. I'm, I'm, be, I'm wanting to get plugged in and that mm-hmm. would be the place to go. Especially yeah. on Sunday mornings as well. There, we have that desk mm-hmm. out there in the Family Life Center. And mm-hmm. again, uh, it, that's one of the reasons the podcast form has been so helpful. A lot of times it's just an awareness thing. Oh, I didn't know there was right. there was this facet of ministry or this need. And, and that's why it's great to have you on and be able to meet some of these people and see see who's working on these things that that we use to glorify God and, and grow one another together. So another exciting thing is is it next Sunday that F Sat is moving back it's, outside? It's this Ooh, week. That's an this, important this, announcement. This coming, thank you. Thank this you, coming you. Sunday. That's I mean why Saturday. <laughs> this coming she, she Saturday. She attends those F Sat services. <laughs> yes, and so I have. This it's, coming I've been Saturday all over the place. <laughs> is outdoors, and it's a time change. So mark your calendars. Put it on your on your device. Five o'clock is going to be the start time for Fellowship Saturday for the foreseeable future. Really, it's for for weather purposes, knowing that in this season, it will be warmer at five o'clock. When the summer hits and it's hotter at five o'clock, we'll bump it back up. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Mm-hmm. There okay. you go. Yeah. So Very alert. good. Yes, FSAT. Is so at sub- subscribe to all of our communication threads also, by the way. Absolutely. There's weekly emails. And as a reminder, podcast services all over the place. Find us on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, there are so many opportunities. We, you know, we're, we've been putting out a ton of content ever since COVID, and so that that doesn't stop, even though as we continue to regather. So, thank you guys for being here. As a reminder, you can subscribe. Spotify, Apple uh, video version goes up on YouTube. The fact of the matter, everybody, is that sermons are not meant to just take an hour, but rather transform a lifetime. Until next week, much love and God bless. Thank you.